Popetep, what's going down? Welcome to today's episode of the Confidence in the Clutch podcast on the Confidence in the Clutch network. Donald Nelson, Dizzle, Dizzy, 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 Don P, Don D, Don Rilla, your host with supreme confidence. Whether it's the game of basketball or the game of life, got to have confidence in the clutch. Practice makes confidence. Pressure makes diamonds. Stay sucker free. Keep it a buck like Milwaukee. I'm the IP. Stay walking, get out, go, ball or bust. You can't fit in when you're standing out. Last year was about branding. This one about expanding. Colorism is dead. Black is black. Every disagreement is not a fight. You get to make the decisions, but you don't get to decide the consequences. Everyone is entitled to their own opinion, but not their own facts. No shine without the grind. Work for myself, so I guess I work for a boss. You buy once, you cry once, cheap creator content. Don't sink the ship just because you ain't the captain. If it doesn't fit, make it fit. Didn't reinvent the wheel, just a better design. These did. Takes a village to raise a kid, but still could produce an idiot. All black with a little bit of gold. Show you how confidence in the clutch roll. Food for the spirit. Just confidence together. Get your clutch together. Support your own black-owned media for everybody. Listen to and follow the network on various platforms. Confidenceintheclutch.podbean.com wherever you listen to your podcast. Search Confidence in the Clutch. Follow, share, rate, and review. It's important. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram at K&K. Visit us on Facebook at Confidence in the Clutch. Come up. Let's talk about these NCAA Final Fours. Let's talk about LSU winning. Let's talk about LSU winning. Let's talk about LSU winning. Let's talk about NBA Week 25. The new CBA, my Bucks, my Celtics Bucks experience, and his playoff push. The quick ones, Megan, Megan, Megan. Like always, bringing you quality content with strong opinions and facts. At confidence in the clutch, we are fear more than love and never hated y'all. Come ride me for a minute, man. Confidence starts right now. Three, two, one. Confidence on three, in the clutch on six. One, two, three. Confidence. Four, five, six. In the clutch. Confidence. In the clutch. Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? How we doing, man? Yo, welcome to today's episode, episode 308 of the Confidence in the Clutch podcast with Donald Nelson on the Confidence in the Clutch Network. We don't have a life accused as a teacher coach today because you're born on spring break, coming after the birthday, had a great birthday. Let me tell you something. I stayed up until 6 in the morning. I got my butt in the bed at 6, thinking I was going to wake up at 6.30, 6.45 to go to work. So guess what didn't happen on Friday? Yeah, but I had a great time, man. It was all good, man. We ready? Let's jump into this, man. Jump into this. Where we at? Mm. 245, let me do it like that. All right, got our beat. Let's roll. All right. Let's talk about these final fours. 40, 40, 40. All right. Let's start with the women. Like, real to real, number one, undefeated, toughest schedule in the country. Aaliyah Boston, consensus All-American, lost Associated Press Player of the Year to Caitlin Clark of Iowa. Also lost Naismith Player of the Year uh, to Caitlin Clark of Iowa. Like, it burns a little bit because they were undefeated. But I do get it because I've been the victim of, is it the best player on the best team that's truly dominant? Or is it the best player in the country or the conference? Like, the last two years, I have a girl on my team who numbers is better than everybody, but we finished in third and fourth, respectively, the last two years. Now, at least Caitlin Clark was at the top, right, ranked number two in the final polls. So we can say that she was warranted, but, you know, some people with the soft spot like I have for South Carolina, Dawn Staley, of course you want to leave Boston to win, but Kaitlyn Clark was official, like like official. So you can't really get mad at it, but it's because of how it was portrayed in the media. It wasn't, it wasn't Aaliyah Boston's to win, it was Kaitlyn Clark to lose, you feel me? So those are two different things. 
Um, and the the reigning player of the year, Leah Boston, at that. So, you know, it's one of them things, man. Uh, Kaitlyn Clark was legit. She got all the highlights. She got all because she, she got the flash with her game. Aaliyah, hard worker, do what she got to do. The difference between both of them is Aaliyah played way better D than Kaitlyn. And that's where me as a coach, that defensive presence is what it is. And we're undefeated. And, we, and, we, and we're the uh, reigning national champion, right? Going for a repeat. So not only did Don Staley not, you know, not only did Aaliyah Clark get screwed out of two awards Don Staley lost AP coach of the year to Terry Moran of Indiana and I'm like what wait 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 returning national defending national however you want to say it national champion undefeated team undefeated team undefeated team like 40 something game winning streak like so I look at it and I'm like hmm it burns straight bullshit for both but let my let me shine my rings right fast you know what i'm saying let me shine my ring i still got i still got it y'all play for the award some people do we play for the reward some of us do fuck out of here like both sides of the ball g like i said Aaliyah plays mad d so she can't get blanked out of the player of the year awards you know what i mean Dawn Staley, the job she does and what she built down in South Carolina with all them, you know what I'm saying, everything she doing, how she stands up for the women's game, not just the black girls, but all the girls, all the women, and how they get treated and misrepresented in the media. Like, it's, it's never, like she said, you can't celebrate two players. You're only celebrating one, and that's bullshit. So you got to pick and choose, which make it a racial thing and all that stuff. But the media, the media does this. Their bosses does this. The gatekeepers does this. Or do this. Fluid. What you want to do? Fuck it. Screw it. Let me see if I can ride the beat like this. Riding in my motherfucking drop top six. Like I'm in 96. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, then, I watched the national semifinal game with the South Carolina-Iowa game. And Caitlin Clark is fucking amazing. Like, I've seen highlights, little pieces of games throughout the year, but to get 41, 6, and 8 on the defending national champions at the Final Four is amazing. It's amazing. Um, the game plan that Iowa had was 50 50. I like it. Clogged the paint a little bit. Double the post whenever Leah or the other sister got the rock. Leave the girls who can't shoot threes. Ain't this shit, Joan? Leave the girls who can't shoot threes at a higher clip open. Like, so that's a strategy. I get it how you might be felt disrespected, but work on your game. Work on your game. The girls with the lowest three-point percentage, yeah, we're going to leave them open because we got to worry about getting killed inside and getting our post player in foul trouble. We know who we can't sag off on. We know who we can sag off on. That's an elite level of coaching. That's not disrespect. You know what I mean? Like, if you say, yo, they playing for us. We ain't got to – I'm leaving you open. That's gamesmanship. That's talking crazy. Once you knock a couple down, then we got to hold your ass. It's that simple, man. It's that simple. So, so, but Caden Clark is unbelievable. Off the dribble to three. She's fast as fuck. She's a great pass as well. She's a new age Stewie, you know, um, like, and after the game, you know, Aaliyah Boston protecting her teammates. Don't want nobody to see her crying because they saw her crying and made memes out of it. Their press conference all, 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 all over was just amazing. Like, Aaliyah Boston has another career in media. Like, I don't like when they say people speak well because they only say that shit about black people. 
like black people supposed to not be able to speak well. She speaks clearly and her voice is powerful and is strong and she has all the fucking answers. So shout out to you, Aaliyah Boston. After the game on Saturday, she uh, says she's entering the 2023 WNBA draft. Kudos to her. She has another year eligibility left, but, you know, she's leaving it all on the table for what they did in South Carolina. I love that. Now, I didn't watch the semifinal before that because I was out with Bells. I had to go to the mall, but, um, you know, before that, Dawn Staley left something for people to think about. She left something to think about, about the coverage of her team versus the coverage of um, the white teams. Like, it's sickening. Like, 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 it's like, you know, you, you, you make, you make comments, you, you know, and all these things that we've been having to buck since the slave system cast American system, all these things that black people to this day still have to fight up under and fight against. Um, just the coverage. Like Dom was like, we can't celebrate two players. We can't multitask and juggle women. And she was standing up for all women. Like there's nothing against celebrating the one, but we have more than one in our game. So let's celebrate the ones that deserve the attention. Like it's her players. She wasn't bitching. She wasn't complaining. She wasn't making it a racial thing. She was just saying, yo, if we were an all-white team doing what we did, we would have got way more. We would have got way, way, way more. Um, we got would have got way more pub. Oh, man, I got to turn my phone off. We got way more pub. Um, I'm a Bluetooth speaker off. Okay, so that's all she was saying. But we get to the, we get to the championship game, right? Uh, and I stand with Dawn Staley all day. Like she told the media, I know who y'all is out here talking that shit. Y'all be, need to be careful where y'all talking that shit because everybody ain't with shit y'all was. Now, Dawn is too much of a professional to let them names be out there because those people are already exposed now because she knows where they was. So they're already exposed, meaning they thought they were talking about around their friends and they weren't. So this damn near bike to Rutgers and Don Imus calling them nappy head hoes. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's always something when it comes to black women, black girls, because of um, the triple threat oppression. Out of every nationality, ethnicity, whatever you want to call it in the world, the only woman that has the triple threat oppression, when we say, when we say that, we say classism, sexism, and racism in no particular order is the black woman. Classism in America and in the world money sexism because she's a woman racism because she's a black woman so you know poor middle elite we got everywhere billionaires we got everywhere but you know our our status in, in especially in america triple threat oppression nobody else faces that man so i stand in solidarity with my black queens my black sisters you know what i'm saying when it come to that because yes it's hard being a black man and we may say our lives is harder but we only face racism and classism we don't deal with the sexism we kind of do if we're dealing with the sexism if we deal with lesbian women though we do but not as much as black women do with sexism from everybody so national championship game y'all monkey's outfit was fire shit tiger fire you know what i mean like caitlin made four threes from at least 25 feet out in the first half i'm like shit just balling out of control like you can't it's like what the fuck we gonna do 
Angel Reese is dope. When I was watching the game, like, yo, the girl, the girl is fucking amazing, man. Her motor's high as fuck, pushing the ball, rebounding the ball, passing the ball, like, um, and see, my thing is that I know, and I picked this up from Draymond Green, and I know this as well. The most aggressive team sets the tone for how the game is going to be called, and they're going to get the majority of the calls. LSU was the most aggressive team. No, it wasn't because they're black. It's because they were the most aggressive team. So when they did that, that forced Iowa to play the same way. But if Iowa wasn't used to playing aggressive and was more of a finesse team, now your aggressiveness, if you haven't been playing like this the whole year, it shows and your lack of understanding how to play aggressively, pressure D without fouling and all that stuff, it makes it look like y'all was the more aggressive team, which means we got to call fouls because the way y'all was playing was a little bit more reckless than the way that LSU was playing. Does that make any sense to you? Confidence and clutch coaching, baby. Let's get it. So that forced the referees to, to let them play physical. Iowa had the match. LSU was moving and cutting so well because they were a faster team than, uh, than, than Iowa. See, Iowa was able to leak out like a motherfucker on South Carolina on Friday, but LSU was a faster team for that game for that day. Now, we play the games, who knows what happened. For that game that day, they were stopping some of them leak outs or whatever and getting them long passes. Uh, Iowa runs the floor very well. So, you know what I'm saying? To me, it's almost like they leak out, but nope, shit. So then you go into the second quarter, there's no Reese, no pool with two fouls apiece. So we talk about the people from Iowa complaining shit. Y'all had no reach, no pool coming into the second quarter, and they both had two fouls. LSU was leading by five, so it's like shit. And we Iowa, we straight, we come down here to trade, another trade, we good. But what happened? LSU outscored Iowa 32 to 20 in the second quarter. You know what I mean? For a 17-point lead ahead, Jasmine Carson had 25 points, 5-5 five, five for trade balls off the bench in the second quarter. Hot as fuck. The question I had at halftime is, do we leave those players in when Reese and Poole was out with foul trouble or keep going with who, and keep going with who got us up, right? So that's the LSU adjustment. The Iowa adjustment was, do we pack line and leave one open to double Reese when she comes back in the game? Do we pack the middle? And lead the shooter open like we did against South Carolina. So the game got a little bit closer. Uh, 75 to 64 in the third quarter. LSU led by as much as 21. But the foul, the foul appeal monkey pulled was genius because it stopped their run. She burnt the timeout, but it made it a longer timeout. The only thing I didn't like is when, when they got appeals of that shit, the players should be able to sit and don't stand like it's a 30. But they're trying not to give the coaches a long-ass timeout, and I get it. So you're getting a long as extended 30, which means you can't sit. But you had that timeout along with the media timeouts, right? So that Caitlin Clark tech for throwing a ball and saying something, she needs to talk to her teammate. I forgot her name. She's not no, because she got a, made a good ass back ah, ah, by basket in the third quarter and tapped the ball and got a delayed game. So when Clark just threw the bitch behind her to the camera row, that's a delayed game tech. Like you got to call that. You got to call that just because. Then you could have talked with her, but you can't talk with her when we already gave y'all a warning. See? So then we get Clark, Zinano, and Warnock all have four going into the fourth quarter. So. When I'm watching the game already, I'm like, this setting up like some black versus white shit. Like, the, the, the way they doing it, because Iowa loses is setting up black versus white and all this shit. The black girls are more physical and play like boys. The white girls not as physical and all the victims. Bullshit. Like, 
Like, like I saw that. I saw that. But we know what happened. We know what happened. LSU pulled that shit out. Kim Mulkey had nine new players coming in for her second year. Can't nobody say that transfer portal work for her. She had two years, y'all. Two years. We won a title there. Reese, which you can't see me shit to Kaylin, which everybody's in a rage about. You see, I didn't leave with that shit. I led about LSU winning this shit. You know what I mean? Like, 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 it's not the John Cena, it's the, it's the, it's the Tony Yayo shit, right? So John Cena made it famous with WWE. Tony Yayo's doing this shit. So Kaylin was, it's fair. Putting the ring finger in her face, it's fair because we talk shit. Y'all may not hear us talking shit in the thing at a game. But it's done been plenty of conversations. I mean, my girls be telling me shit. They be getting called cunts and, and all types of shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the fucking, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, like they be, it, it be shit in, 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 in like, in like, in like the pile in football. Like, 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 like the pile in football, right? Like what happens in the pile stay in the pile. This shit that happened in the paint that stays in the paint, man. So it was fair because Kayla was stunting on cast the whole tournament she doing shit back and forth in Sweet 16 with the Louisville girl doing the, doing the Tony Yeon telling her shit you know what I'm saying stop talking y'all down 15 type shit so everybody talks shit it's basketball it's just when you know it's, 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 it's you know like they could say when she disrespected Alexis from South Carolina like man fuck her let her shoot like there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with that but if that want to fuel another team, it is what it is. Like, I, I, it's good for basketball. It's good for basketball that we got women out here talking shit like the man do. I love it because it's, it's on the court. It's just on the court. They ain't taking it to the streets. They ain't taking it to Twitter. They ain't going to the club and shit. It's going to be a shootout. You know what I'm saying? None of that stupid shit. None of that stupid shit. It's basketball. I love that shit. So it's good for basketball that LSU won. It's good for basketball that LSU won. It's good for basketball that LSU won. Monkey got her fourth title, three at Baylor, one at LSU. Like, Caitlin Clark, she got one year left. I'm like, leave and go to the league unless you want to come back and try to win against LSU next year or whoever may make it. The WNBA is not ready for that change. But I heard Gino, Gino talking about, man, just imagine the viewers if, if UConn and motherfucking Iowa was anything. See, Gino say that little slick shit. Like, Gino, that's like saying the two white teams would have got more viewers than the two black teams, nah, because you know who tuned in to watch them LSU girls? The blacks, you know what I'm saying? They want to see these girls because South Carolina got put out. So we want to see if they can handle Iowa, you know what I mean? It is what it is. So the two white teams, I don't know. We're going to see, though. We're going to see if UConn can make it. I was listening to somebody say yesterday, they like, Katie Clark need to transfer to UConn. <laughs> Damn, that would be amazing. Her and Paige Backers, that would be fucking amazing. But can she play like that at UConn, though? So, listen, the WNBA ain't ready for Kaitlyn's range. Kaitlyn scored the most points ever in the NCAA tournament, men's or women's, 191 points, 60 assists, and 32 three-pointers are all records for a single women's NCAA tournament. Kim Mulkey is the first woman to win a national championship in multiple schools. LSU has scored 102 points in the NCAA tournament championship game, which is a record. LSU was 11-17 for threes and outscoring Iowa bench 30-8. to The most outstanding player, the most outstanding player, the most outstanding player, Angel Reese. 34 doubles-doubles this season. Two games she didn't score a double-double is a record. Shout out to Angel Reese for not fitting the narrative or the box. Like she said, she was in her moment. I was just doing this shit because I seen her doing it while I can't do it. It's, I got that ring. Shit, you can do all this shit. Oh, I got that ring. <laughs> it's just talking shit, y'all. Y'all don't talk shit to y'all guys and people and shit. We talk shit and just having fun. 
She was in her moment for the girls that look like her. Unapologetically love that. You know, remember, after Dawn set the stage for us to be great, of course the white media is going to make a big thing out of it. Oh, she's classless. She's tacky. She's an idiot. She wasn't raised right. She's a classless piece of shit. Yo, white media, eat a dick. Straight up. Talking about us like that, man. This is what it is. Because I wonder... And my last statement is, I got a great question for everybody, man. You know what I'm saying? I had a great question. Now I'm going to tell you why I told him to eat a dick. You know what I mean? Like, this is what Don Staley was talking about, how the black teams and athletes get covered as sickening. The blacks can't do what the whites do. So she can do this shit to her homegirl who was white in Louisville. No problem. Ah, ha, ha, look at her. She's, da, da, da. She has heart and emotion and shit. Tom Brady yelling, oh, yeah, he has heart and emotion. Cam U. Newton yelling, he's a cancer. You can't talk to black. He's a, supposed to be a leader. He's not a good leader and all this bullshit. Black versus white. So let me break it down to you. The blacks can't do what the whites do, and if they do, you can't do it to the whites. You can do it to black, Hispanic, or Asian, but you can't do it to the whites. That's bullshit. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. The victim shit is sickening. Yes, Bayou Barbie could have got fired on for being in her face, but she really didn't impress. She just walked up to her like, yeah, yeah, I'm geeked. Like, she was geeked. They just want a natty. Just want a natty. I get it. It's emotion, G. Over here, we control our own narrative. Confidence in the clutch, right? Caitlyn is great. Angie is great. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 Angel is great. Like, Iowa is great. LSU is great. South Carolina was great, motherfucking. You know what I mean? Virginia Tech was great. They made the final four. Kayla NIL deals opened up at 12.01 a.m. Yo, she has a bag to get. She's fucked that giving money to the shelter. She's going to get paid millions of dollars now. You know what I mean? Angel Reese. Look, her fucking shit, what she did for her brand, is going to go through the roof. They already got, what's my girl's name? Man, I forgot her name. They got they got the rapper on the team signed to Rock Nation. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? The LSU. It is what it is. So, this is the bullshit. And I seen they clarified this shit today. We're going to let it breathe, though. Jill Biden was at the game and says both teams should be invited to the White House. Huh? What you mean, Jill? Do the Iowa sportsmanship. Jill, you with the bullshit. You with the bullshit. Right now, LSU should be like, I, I do the Iowa sportsmanship. So, who, so we didn't have good sportsmanship? We won the motherfuckers. What are you saying, huh? So, per ESPN, LSU star Andrew Reese tweeted a link to a story on Jill Biden's remarks Monday. Quote, a joke. Quote. She wrote, along with three rolling on the floor laughing emojis. Jill, you can't do that, Jill. You can't do that shit. And then not the clarification statement. Fuck a clarification. You said what you said, Jill. I'm not. We might not go. You can't say no shit like that. You're fitting the right white white narrative, the white idea, the white opinion. And it's fine for white people wanting white people to win. But it's a way y'all got to have y'all miles fixed to say when you talk about it because it could come out racist. That ain't on us. That's on y'all. Nick Wright came with it on first things first. It's just pure racism. Marcellus Wiley, not so much. I get it that he said what he was saying that Angel Reese ops wasn't Caitlin Clark in Iowa. It was the media and the motherfuckers on Twitter. And she could have did that. She, she did it. She was fine. She said, he seemed like, Caitlin Clark was talking shit during the game. I'm cool with her doing the shit. But if Caitlin Clark wasn't talking shit during the game, then you can't say you did it for Alexis at South Carolina and all that shit, and she she did it three games, two games ago in the Sweet 16 or whatever the fuck it was, or Elite Eight. You can't say she did that shit and use payback, but that's his opinion. Final thing, and this is why I told the white media, fuck you, that talked dirty about her. You know what I mean? Like, they was they said Keith Alberman and motherfucking uh, Portnoy for Barstool Sports motherfuckers talking shit, called her a classic piece of shit. So final thing, if Caitlyn won, 
and did the Tony Yayo or Cena for the Whites or Ring Motion LSU, would we be talking about her? I didn't fucking think so. <laughs> yeah, shout out to LSU. Wow, I spent a lot of time on LSU. The game was great, though. The man's didn't watch the Final Four and saw the last minute of the man's tournament game yesterday. Congratulations to the University of Connecticut for winning. What I saw the tournament, they were the most dominant team. Shout out to San Diego State for getting there. Shit. <laughs> it just is what it is. We can't help that the women's game was that more exciting. It's good, but the man deserved their respect. Shout out to them. Shout out to them. All right, y'all. NBA? NBA, y'all. NBA, let's do it. Um... Dwayne Wade, Dirk Nowitzki, Greg Popovich are among the finalists being elected to the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame, Class of 2023. Paul Gasol, Tony Parker, and Becky Hammond, international stars, have also been voted in. Much love to them. Drew Holiday, last Wednesday. Earned his first 50-point game of his career versus the Pacers, 51-88. Giannis had a triple-double fast as his career, earning it with eight minutes left for the third quarter, 38-17-12. The Giannis poster body-to-body on Jalen Smith. Why did Cuz jump? I don't know. Grayson Allen flower dunk on Narora. Man, the Bucks were 3-1 in, in, in that road trip. KD returned and got his home debut in a 107-100 win versus the Wolves. KD has 16-8. A rough outing. missed the last 10 games, but at, at this time, the Suns are 4-0. With KD, from when I when I took this note, Kings earned the first playoff trip since 05-06. Lakers versus Bulls. Yo, Brian talking to Pat Bev with the hell no, nah, you ain't scoring on me. Shit was funny as hell. Pat Bev hit Brian with the finger wave on a sick baseline out of bounds that Brian passed was almost successful on. And AR Austin Reeves hit Pat Bev with the too small celebration at the scoring of him. So 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 if Pat Bev could wave, if Brian could say hell no, nah, you can't score on me, and Austin Reeves can do the too small. We are, were they, were they, uh, what type of vitriol, vitriol do they get? What type of excoriation do they get in the media? And they black and white, man. Just saying, make it make sense. Pat Bev makes the games fun with his little antics and shit, right? And irritant at times, but fun. He makes it fun. He keeps it clean. Better than Dylan Brooks type shit. That was dope. Kyrie says the newness of his new team is a lot of new players. You know, the coaches, the management. So my thing is, why they traded for him in their future are questions he wants to know now. You know what I'm saying? Like, because they're fighting to get into the playing game. All of your questions and situations, it's the business, bro, though. If they don't make the playoffs, it's not on Kyrie. If they don't make the playoffs, it's not on Kyrie. If they don't make the playoffs, it's not on Kyrie. It's on management for making the fucking moves. Kai has had issues everywhere he had played. This is not on him. The Mavs are 8-15 and 15 at the time when I took this note with Kyrie, Irving, and Luka. Period. Since the trade. Curry size in the nicest ass extension with Under Armour. Curry took a chance on them and they did the same on him. Per ESPN, the growth potential of the stock award and expect annual compensation. Could see Curry earn more from an Under Armour extension than from his NBA contract, which totaled more than $473 million through the 25-26 season. So he has this is the tenth. This is this is his tenth year of his uh tenth consecutive model of his seeds of signature shoe. He's a ninth NBA player to have a 10-year shoe. So congrats to him. Um, he has the he's in the top five of the highest grossing signature shoe line out of 22 
people that have signature shoes in the motherfucking league. Shout out to Corey. So, NBA opted out of the early opt out of the CBA on Wednesday, but they came back on Friday and they will, they did agree. But let me get to Thursday. Thursday, went to the Celtics Buzz game for my birthday. Happy birthday to me. It was a pack house, ass whooping 140.99. Celtics hold a tiebreaker. If they get tied up, that ain't going to help. Boston led, lost by 19 in Washington on Tuesday. Milwaukee be Pacers Wednesday. That was the Bucks' fifth game in seven days. So what? Celtics were rested with Milwaukee playing with a back-to-back night. Tatum had 41 and three quarters. Boston shot 51% from three. Boston looked like the better team that night for sure. You know what I'm saying? The nasty with the that was that was a good foul Blake gave you, cuz, but he did the little extra. So you couldn't get the shot up. You headbutting them and shit. But what did he say to you for you to headbutt the nasty? Nothing nasty. But yeah, it was a great time. I had a great time for my birthday. Now, Friday. The NBA NPA Players Association agree on a seven-year deal when they opt out after six years. There's no modification on the early entry age. It was tabled until the next CBA. Veteran players, NIL deals, and G League Ignite and overtime relief were reasons to not lower the minimum age. I agree with them. I agree with them. I agree with them to a certain degree. I think they should lower it with that shit still going on because the people that fuck it up, it is what it is. If the GMs want to take a spot from a veteran, that's their right as well. What difference does a year make? Now, there will be a new luxury tax bracket for teams that spin like crazy, like the Bucks. Think about Golden State. Think about Boston. The NBA is implementing a second salary cap with $17.5 million over the tax line. Those teams will no longer have access to the taxpayer mid-level and free agency. So think Golden State getting to be able to sign Dante DiVincenzo, Milwaukee getting to sign Joe Inglis, and Boston getting to sign Danilo Gallinari. Now, if I got more money, and we have revenue sharing. And we do have a cap. And I'm willing to pay motherfucker, hundreds of millions of dollars in taxes to keep this shit going. That should be my prerogative. That should be my prerogative. But to limit me and tell me what I can and can't do, I don't like that. I don't like that. So, there will be a minimum games play for MVP and all NBA awards. And all, you know, like all NBA teams and MVP and probably rookie of the year and all that stuff. So six man of the year. I don't know how you going to do six man. Maybe six man of the year as well. But the minimum is 65. Remember last week I said 68 to 70. I could do 68 to 70. That get them, them at least double digit teams for missing games. 65, that's 17 games. Yeah, that's, that's, that's 17 games missed during the season. That's cool. This in-season tournament could arrive in 23-24. I don't get it. I don't know why we're doing an in-season tournament. The league does not do that. So regular season games starting November will count for the tournament. Top eight will play single elimination. Final four will be held at neutral site. Final will be only teams to play 83 games, which will not count towards record. Coaches and players earn additional prize money. So it's just like the play-in games don't count towards any NBA statistics except for NBA play-in statistic games, whatever. Um, people that can sign a contract extension go up from 120% to 140%. Think Jalen Brown. He would get paid crazy dough, especially if he makes an all-NBA team, which he has a great chance of doing. Taking a four-team, a four-year four, four max from 165 to 189 million. Whoa. Players getting paid, fam. Players getting paid. Players can be spokespeople for cannabis and batting companies. No. 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 They cannot be spokespeople for cannabis and batting companies. The cannabis, I'm cool with. The batting companies, hell no. You can't have players talking about DraftKings type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, 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 no. Because we already had the issue with Bradley Bill 
And the fan talking about he lost some money on them tonight. Like, nah, B, we can't have them on the commercials too. No. Please protect the players. Teams now can have three two-way contracts instead of two. That's dope. All right. Sunday. Dallas are 4-11 when Kai and Luka plays. Lakers look good and win versus the Rockets. AD have 49. The playoff push right now, y'all, with five days left in the regular season. In the East, we have the spots eight and nine are tied. So let me get let me get let me get this up the right way. So I can uh talk my shit the right way. Eight and nine are tied, right? So we got eight and nine are tied in the east, and we have who's that in the east? My fault, y'all. Eight and nine. The Atlanta Hawks and Toronto Raptors are tied in the east. And the 10th spot is separated by a game, which is Chicago Bulls. So I don't think any of them will catch the heat in the seventh spot. In the West is where shit is muddy, though. Five and six are tied. So we're talking about the Clippers at five. The Warriors are tied. And the Lakers and Pelicans. Lakers are, shit, the half game back. And the Pelicans are a half game back. They tied for seven and eight. And they're all trying to get to that sixth seed, who right now the Sacramento Kings have that lock. Um, the Mavs are a game out of the 10th. Spot who with the Oklahoma City Thunder has and are fighting for their playoff lives, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if if any one of those teams want to just go into the lottery. Dallas need to make the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Dallas needs to make the playoffs. They otherwise, it's, man, it's gonna get real bad. And I don't want Kai to catch them strays because it's not Kai. It's not Kai. You pass. You you traded away our best wing defenders, and we can't play defense. Me and Kai and Luka ain't the best defenders at their positions. How about that? We traded two of the best defenders that we had. on our, The best defenders on our team. It's not going to work. The Milwaukee Bucks are the only team in position to get to 60 wins. They went all four games left. 56 and 22, I can see them doing it with their schedule. They got like Atlanta, Memphis, Chicago, and I forget who else. Maybe Oklahoma City or some shit. I can see them doing that. All right, we ain't doing no um no uh, no power rankings because power rankings stayed the same. Grizzlies six, Cavs fifth. Sixers, fourth, Nuggets, third, Celtics, seconds, and Bucks, one. That's what I got. And we finishing up with our quick ones, y'all. Our quick ones. Yo, Megan the Stallion. We talked about the Stallion. Stallion is a male horse, whatever, but I guess they're talking about how thick she is on the lower part of her body. At the Astros game, with the first pitch in that white outfit. Hottie. When she walked on the field, she pre-twerked in those jeans. <laughs> in the words of Jenny Ryan tell me is there any more room for me in those jeans see men can't objectify women right when women uh, wear form fitting outfits and they look good if they look good they look good she look good in them jeans like I know what that looks like for real it's natural as fuck don't get mad at the catcher for holding her around her waist when he gave, came in and gave her the hug with the ball because he had his glove on but look at their heights. Look how tall he was. He had to bend down. Where else was he supposed to and or grab her on the half hug embrace? Her jersey was tied up tight in the motherfucker. So all this was, all her breast was just, wow. Her waist was exposed. So he clearly don't want to make contact with that, with that glove with her waist. She might got eczema, might break out or something. So he had a glove on and it landed like right on her hip. So it ain't like he was trying to caress and rub her. Motherfuckers talking about, man, you wasn't supposed to touch her. Man, he ain't do shit. And and good job, Meg. You know, the pitch was wide and to the left. It's all good. Do they practice? Jonathan Majors. 
can't release a stupid ass text that sides with him causing harm to a woman. I don't know what the fuck they doing. So that's that's just dumb. We're not doing that. So no, no, Jonathan Lynch. All right, y'all. Hope y'all have a great Easter. Those of you that are Christian, I know this is a sad time for you, but remember he rises. All my people, Ramadan, stay solid. Uh, you know, remember you travel sick or ill. If you can't do it, you can't do it. You know, God understands. Allah understands. Do what you need to do. Um, make sure we're disciplined. Make sure we're dedicated. Make sure we, we all work hard and make sure we all sacrifice. Confidence together. Get your clutch together. Support your own black-owned media. And this shit is for everyone. It's black-owned for everyone. Listen to and follow the network on various platforms, confidenceintheclutch.podbean.com. And wherever you listen to your podcast, search Confidence in the Clutch. Follow, share, rate, and review is important. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at K and the K. Visit us on Facebook at Confidence in the Clutch weekly. Donald Nelson, Dizzle, DZ, Dizzles, Dizzles, Don P, Don D, Don Rilla. Host Confidence in the Clutch podcast with Donald Nelson. And Confidence in the Clutch podcast about sports, entertainment, music, culture, religion, politics, and society. Have a safe and healthy night. If you're listening during the daytime, credit grad day on purpose, y'all. We up out of this bitch. We up out of this bitch, man. As always. Peace. Confidence on three, in the clutch on six. One, two, three. Confidence. Four, five, six. In the clutch. Confidence.